All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hey, boys. Uh, welcome to the show. It's Brent Wallace alongside Jason York in the middle and our resident right winger, Bobby Ryan. Uh, boys, good to see you. Bobby, nice to have you back after a continue. You have more vacation days than Yorkie and I combined. I don't know how you managed to do this in your deal. You have a good age. <laughs> hey. That's, that's a, hey. <clears throat> I, I signed up for two days a week, and the third was always optional. So I got I got you this week. I'm, I'm here Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> I got to check the writing on this. Uh, anyway, <laughs> nice to have you back. Uh, Good to be back, boys. We are going to uh, – It's by the way, it's the last five for the Ottawa Senators. They start tonight in Carolina uh, as they end out the season here. I know there's still a slim playoff chance. We won't get into that. Uh, but I want to talk – uh, as we've talked about on Monday, Bobby, uh, and I know you watch the show, obviously, is uh, I want to talk rookies and the race for the Calder. As we get into the ballots are coming out now, uh, you got to have them done before the playoffs begin because the playoffs don't have any impact on the voting. Um, and it seems like the biggest race for us at the moment is the Calder. And so uh, we want to take a little bit of a deeper dive into the Calder. Now, here are the... Uh, Winners the last five years to give you a somewhat of an idea of how this is all played out. Uh, Matt Barzell, 27-18. Then it was Elias Pettersson, followed by defenseman Kale McCarr. Kapril Kaprizov, the 92-year-old rookie. And uh, Mo Sider, who you played with, Bobby, in Detroit, the defenseman who was really impressive uh, last year. All right. So, gentlemen, um, is there any surprises to who you might think would be a finalist this year? And I will give you, uh, in a sec, perhaps the top four picks. Is there anybody that might be an outsider 
that could sneak in. What do you think, Yucky? We have Wyatt Johnson on our board, Wally. We do not. So, all right, let me give you the board, and then you can tell me who you think is omitted before we get in. All right. All right, fine. There we go. It's Arts and Crafts Day here at the uh, Coming In Hot (laughs) World Headquarters. Uh, Jake Sanderson, (laughs) obviously, should be on our list, uh, along with Owen Power, of course. Matty Beneers, who's the uh, leading offensive threat for rookies. And Stuart Skinner, I put on the board uh, for the goalie union, first of all. And and he's had – He's their number one guy in Edmonton who's into the playoffs. I think he deserves some attention. Uh, he's got some strong numbers. He leads in games played, wins, and saves among rookie goaltenders. Jake Sanderson, second in points uh, for defensemen, rookies, uh, second in ice time, leads in block shots, uh, leads in shorthanded ice time, which I think is important. Owen Power has been strong offensively, 31 points to lead all D. Most minutes among D-men, actually most uh, all rookies. Uh, and of course, Matty Beneers has got 53 points. So those are the four. Now you said Wyatt Johnson, uh, Yorkie, there is one name who's not on the list. Is there someone else, but does Wyatt Johnson yeah. really stick out? Well, no, he's got, what has he got? 20, 21 goals. He's had a real nice season. Uh, if you look at his stats and that's what most of the voters do, they just look at the stats. They're, he's going to yep. fall yeah. short with, with Berniers, but maybe potentially they drop one of the defensemen out of the out of the race because you mentioned cider and and when he when he won i believe he had 50 points and and he did unfortunately that's unfortunately that's what guys do they go down like doo, 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 doo. okay he's got 50 points it's got to have a good season so i got to vote for him so they potentially could look at wyatt johnson's goal total and say He's got over 20 goals as a rookie. That's 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 a pretty big accomplishment. He's played on a great team. He's on Dallas, so he's so potentially he'll get some votes. He'll get some votes for sure. Um, but I, I think the two guys that'll be in there for sure. This isn't my opinion. This is just what I'm telling you. It's going to happen. It's going to be Owen Power and Marty Beniers. Those two will be on everybody's ballot. Yes, um, <clears throat> agree with that wholeheartedly. Those two guys will be the the one and the two. Um, and then I, I think Sanderson should be probably plugged into the third hole. The other guy I do look at is Maselli in Arizona. And only because, I mean, think about this. He's only played 60 games. He's got 45 points and 35 of them have come at even strength. And he's a plus two in Arizona. That's hard to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I looked on the list. I also looked at Mason McTavish, but he's, you know, he's averaging a birdie a hole. He's minus 18. So that's probably not going to get you very far when you're looking at the statistics across the board and you see those red numbers. But um, I don't know much about Matthias Maselli. I got to be honest. Um, I, I mean, I even had to ask who he was before the show. But just looking at what other people do in stats, I would take a deeper dive on him if I'm on if, if I'm on the voting committee. That's for sure. Yeah, and and, and I'd like and to Wally, point to be out. clear. Go ahead. Yep. Point I just out. wanted I to point, point out that Bobby finished second in Calder voting uh, in his rookie season behind right. Steve Mason. Uh, and it wasn't even close. Steve Mason had 121 first place votes. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say Bobby will not be voting for any goaltender to win the Calder <laughs> ever in his career. <laughs> yeah, he had a rock that. long run in the league after two. <laughs> I was Bobby, like, you I'm can give it to him, flash in the pan. <laughs> 
but Bob, you if did, you guys you, remember, you, you he, hold, he was hold, incredible hold, that year. You had 31 goals and you didn't win Rookie of the Year? I did it in like 50 games or something, 56 games too. I remember this. That, come on, 31 <laughs> goals in in 64 games, and you're not winning rookie. Hey. And we're talking, and we're talking yeah. about giving it to Marty Beniers, who's got what has he got? 21 goals. Come on, <laughs> hang, hang on a sec, Yorkie. <laughs> Steve Mason, not to not to disparage Bobby, Steve Mason had 10 shutouts. He was unbelievable. He was second in voting for the Vesna, fourth in the Hart Trophy. Yeah, yeah, he was unbelievable that year. Thirty-one goals is pretty friggin' tough to get as a rookie in the National Hockey League. Bobby, you got, (laughs) you got. I agree with you. I got your vote, thanks, buddy. You got my vote, buddy. You got my vote. I forgot about that. I just, I just, I pulled up your stats quickly here. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, anyhow, timing's every, timing's everything, right, Bob? But to my point, to my point, now, now we're looking at Marty Beniers, who's playing in uh, Minnesota, and he's got twenty-one goals. Sorry, uh, Seattle. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna give it to him with twenty-one goals. There's a lot of guys in the. There's a lot of rookies. Like, how many goals does Shane Pinto have? He's right uh, around 20. twenty-one, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. He just got twenty. Yeah, yeah. Wyatt Johnson. So to me, there, to me, there's not a lot of separate. There's not really one rookie that separated themselves. Because what's the hardest thing to do if you're if you're a forward, Bob? Score goals. Like score goals. Yes. Like so. so And there are three tied. There are three tied for first and goals. Yeah. So I, I. I don't think he's really separated himself from the pack because if you just want to purely go off stats, look at the goals. And he's playing on a great team, and he's getting an opportunity on a great team. So you're going to get you're going to get a lot of assists just from being on the ice. Getting, it, it, to me, it's goal yeah. scoring. So um, unfortunately, the voters don't care about that. They're just going to look at the points and they're going to give him the, and they're going to give him the Calder Trophy. Guaranteed. Yep. <laughs> I uh, I would like to think this year, like for me. You know, we talk, we're talk, we're a send show, so we're going to talk about Jake Sanderson, and he's in the top three for me. Um, we might be a little biased. We watch him a lot more. I don't watch a lot of Owen Power, but every time I do, I, I just think about how clean everything he does is and how good he is at yeah. settling things down. He he reminds me of Chris Pronger a lot. Yeah, everything settles down when the puck <clears throat> goes to him, and I know he's young, so that's a hard comparison to make at this point, but. Um, I see a lot of that in him, in his game. Everything is just so smooth and precise wow. and the way he plays. But Jake Sanderson has been elevated this year through injuries and his own play. He's, he's made himself, um, you know, elevate into that second defenseman that they need it. Um, so he should garner a lot of attention, especially with the Canadian media. I, I think that the top three will, will include him. That would be my guess. And I don't know how often two defensemen make it in, but I do think that he slides into that third spot. Yeah, I, I think I think he I think he one hundred percent should. I think he should. I just I don't I don't trust I don't trust the IQ of a lot of voters because they just don't watch the games and to and to really appreciate what Jake Sanderson does, you got to watch him and you got to watch him not just one game. You got to watch him probably as ten for me a sample size you need. You got to watch ten complete games. You watch ten complete yeah. games of Jake Jake Sanderson and you're gonna go. Wow, 
Look at look at him in his own zone. He doesn't throw the puck around the the boards. He he does escape moves. He he does plays that will say, "Holy cow! This this guy is sometimes the best player on the ice for the Ottawa Senators." Um, yeah. And listen, oh, oh, I I watched Buffalo and Ottawa play head to head, and to your point with uh, with power, I, I say yeah that he does remind me of Pronger. But he's very friendly on the ice. He's like a friendly pronger. There, there's not a lot. Yeah. There's not a lot of. There's no bite in his game. There's no. There's zero bite in his game. He's six foot six, <laughs> and he's just a big, smart player that the game comes very easily to. Like he's just out there. He slows everything down. Um, what? There's a lot to like about his game. I I think him and him and Sanderson, when it's all said and done, will will be the two the two rookies that are probably ten years from now go on to to be just. I hate to say generational players, but very very good NHL defensemen. They're just I I think I think they're a class yeah. above the rest. Those those two players. I agree with you. I I, I do think they're going to be very what? very good defensemen for a very long time. So then between the two, what's the defining separating factor? They're separated by two points. Owen, yeah, and that's it's... Owen Power leads uh, in two more assists. Um, uh, Maddie, uh, sorry, Owen Power has plays two more minutes a night. Um, yeah, that's big. I, like, right? And so ice times, ice time, ice times. If it goes to Owen, for sure, especially on the blue line, right? Like as a rookie mm -hmm. playing in the National Hockey League, playing 20, almost 24 minutes a night means you are facing some tough matchups. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you why Power can play more. You, if you watch him play, he does a lot of what I call resting on the ice. He has a lot of shifts like where he's rest. I, I would say like I'll watch Owen Power play and I'll see him straight-legged a lot, just kind of coasting around where he's conserving energy. And that's to, to Bobby's point about Pronger. To be able to play, so Pronger, when he was playing upwards on 27, 28, sometimes 30 minutes a night, you got to be very smart when you do that. So for a rookie defenseman, Power figure, has figured out ways how to, during a play, rest. Because if, if you watch Sanderson play, he's never resting on the ice. He's, he's uh, yeah. well, here's a stat for you. Uh, one of the one of the biggest stats that defense coach looks at and that your teammates really appreciate is block shots. Blocking shots, it's, it takes a commitment. You got to you got to be courageous. It's not even close as far as block shots go. I think Sanderson's at about one thirty six, and Powers at an, in the eighties. That's a giant oh, wow. separation. That's a giant separation in a very key defensive stat. Are you willing to lay your body on the line and block a shot? And to me, that's that's a huge defensive. Like, I, I, as defensive players go, I don't think it's close between the two players. I think Sanderson is far superior than Owen Power when it comes to playing in the D zone. He understands how to take away time and space better. He's got a better stick. He's blocks more shots. He's better on the PK. So if you want to look at a complete game, right now Jake Sanderson's a better defensive player than Owen Power. And then if you want to look at the offensive stats, well, Power's got two more points. So if I had to make an argument, I would say the more complete player right now is Jake Sanderson. He's a more complete player as far as the total package goes. So that would be my argument if I was to say 
I would I would take Jake Sanderson over Owen Power, but then people would come back and say, well, he plays two more minutes a game of ice time, and that would be the flip counter. So it depends what you value. They don't have a ton of points, as far as when you looked at uh, when you looked at the last defenseman to to win it, he had, he had fifty. Uh, so I look at the defensive side, and I, I just think at this time of, of their careers, J- Sanderson's a much better defensive player. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I think he's probably a little more sharpened. I guess would be the word. I, but I do I I do think you're right that the Owen Power finds ways to conserve i've noticed that in the past they're so different right owen power is yep. so big jake's so small so his motor has got to be running a lot more than oh, yeah. than owen powers um so i you know kind of apples to oranges in that sense but i i don't know i think they both find a way in the top three with just because of what oh, they've yeah. done the minutes they played you would hope but i don't know too many people just go right to stats and don't look elsewhere so yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Who do you got, Wally? Who's who's in your top three? Well, I well I think it's Power, uh, Sanderson, and Beneers. The problem is is the stats, and it'll always be that way. I don't know how you get around it, and if they're looking just at Owen Power leads in points, leads in ice time. Uh, Buffalo probably had a better season. They, when it comes to a defensive player, to be considered for the Calder, you have to look at their defensive game. I think Jake Sanderson's a better defensive player. And now, don't get me wrong, it's very close. I just think Jake Sanderson's a better defensive player than Owen Power is. Like, this isn't to put down Owen Power, who I would put on my team in a heartbeat. Oh my goodness. I I just think think right now, Jake Sanderson is the best defenseman on the Ottawa Senators. Can you say that for Owen Power when they have Rasmus Dahlin on their blue line? Yeah, and the other thing, the other thing too, Bobby and and Brent is, first off, I I don't watch. I made this point yesterday, and Wally and I were talking. I don't watch a tough a ton of Buffalo Sabers games, so to have a full evaluation is unfair for for Owen Power. Right. I watched him play when he's played yeah. against the Ottawa Senators, and I watched both players. So who knows if it was an off night or a good night? That's why I really believe you got to watch a player play at least ten games, start to finish. Focus on that player to have a real idea of what that player goes. All I can tell you is when I watch an Ottawa game, Jake Sanderson is getting the tap on the first penalty kill unit. He is the guy that Jack Capuano trusts the most to kill penalties. And he's a rookie. And he's got over 30. and, And he's got 29 points. And he's leading rookies in block shots. So he's got a trust that, I'm just, again, I haven't watched, I would, I know Buffalo's got some other defensemen where I'm sure they would say are better penalty killers than Owen Power at, at this point in his career. Not to say Power is not going to be a great penalty killer, but Jake's already at that level, which is why people here in Ottawa find him so impressive is to your point, Bobby, his, his defensive game is already sharpened where I would say Power is still going to, it's still going to get better within time. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to look up not, the. Not only that, uh, Alex, if you can. Th- he's already now uh, the third highest scoring rookie defenseman in Ottawa Senator history. Like, yeah, um, it's pretty impressive. A little bit more credit to his offensive game is how well he has been. I know, and at the beginning of the year, he wasn't getting any power play time, or he was getting the 
the power killer time as uh, you like the power zapper or whatever you call it. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. the power, um, power, power killer. killer. So, yeah. So he, uh, he's, he's right. He's, he's put in that part of his game. I, I, all I know is if you're a fan of the Ottawa senators, you want to see Jake Sanderson on the ice 60 minutes a night. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would agree you with want that. him out yeah. there all the time. Yeah. So I, uh, just based on that, I, it's it's a completely biased for the three of us to sit here and go. Jake Sanderson's the Calder Trophy winner, but <laughs> I I think if you look at the stats or the his style of game and not the stats, because I think that tells you what Jake Sanderson is. Well, Bobby, when you when you here's the thing when when you come, I'm doing the old Joe Biden again. Here's the deal: um, when you come into the NHL, when you come into the NHL, it's very tough to be a, a complete player right away. It's like you come in. I'm an offensive guy, so I'm going to be a guy that gets a few points and then I have to work on the defensive side of things. Or I'm a defensive defenseman and um, I got to work on the offense. And then, and then slowly over two, three years, you get some sniffs on the power player. You, 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 it takes a while to develop all parts of your game. The fact that yeah. Sanderson is doing these things this quickly, this well, and more importantly, guys, this time of year, He's been Ottawa's best defenseman down the stretch here in the most important time of the year. That's what's most impressive to me. I would agree with that. He's got, I mean, he has to just be absolutely brimming with confidence because of the elevation with the injuries and things like that. And knowing that he's, you know, he's going to play 20, he's going to play north of 23, 24 a night at this point in this, you know, this juncture in the season with guys injured and, knowing that he can go out there and make mistakes make makes you play a little looser too so um it wow. it, it is a, a real credit to the player that he's gotten better rookies generally get better on this line and then they come off of it you know and I'm, I'm off screen but they they come here and then they go right right to here and they level out um and at this time of the year this is where rookies i don't want to use the word disappear but they don't make the difference they're not the difference makers um leading into the playoffs and in the playoffs and Right now, I would absolutely love to see the Sens in a playoff position to see how good Jake Sanderson um, can be. Because if you're elevating throughout the course of the year, you're on the perfect trajectory, and he's done that. He's—I mean, he's getting better. He's getting better every night. Um, it, it, you know, at this juncture of the season, that's a very, very big thing to say as a rookie defenseman. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He's also, by the way, playing when you look at their schedule and who they face. Like they've got a pretty tough schedule of late with Shabbat out and now Chikrin out of facing... New Jersey, Carolina, uh, Toronto, Tampa, Florida, all these guys. He, and he's their number one Ooh. D guy. So I just I, I, defensively, again, his, the way he plays. One more uh, just a special uh, player. Another thing I was just kind of thinking about, and to me, the sign of, of, of uh, great players is they make players around them better. When you're a good player, you're a guy, you, especially a defenseman. So you look who... Sanderson's partner has been the majority of the season this year. <laughs> Travis Hamannick's had his best <laughs> season in, in a long, long time. And not to discredit what, what Travis Hamannick has done, because he's had a great year. He, he leads team in block shots. He's a great penalty killer. But usually it's the veteran guy that is helping the rookie along. And not that Hamannick hasn't, hasn't helped Sanderson, but there's something there. And, and Sanderson... It's, it's not very often you'll say a rookie has helped. They've helped each other, but Hamannick hasn't played this well in a long time, and Jake Sanderson's a big reason. 100%. It's a nice feeling. I used to play with this guy in Anaheim. His name was Robert Dirk. He was six <laughs> foot six, and his best attribute was cross-checking guys in front of the net. He was, and he'd fight guys, and he was tough. He used, yeah. I don't even. I don't, he didn't even care about his stick or his skates. He goes, Yorkie, when I get the puck, when I get the puck, it's I'm just going D to D. He goes, I'll stay in front of the net. I'll stay in front of the net and hammer guys. You just go get the puck. And this was the deal we made. I I handled all uh, breakouts. He handled all the physical. After every whistle, I got out of the way and he'd come in and punch a guy in the head. But that was our deal, and it and it worked extremely well. <laughs> oh, Dirky, love that guy. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, I used to get the puck. NHL games. I used to get the puck, and he'd be wide open, and I'd be looking to go D to D. He's like, "No, no, 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 not open." <laughs> he wouldn't want. He wouldn't want the D to D. So I'd have to I'd have to find another option on the breakout. Oh, that's so not good. Open. Oh, don't give it to me. Don't give it to me. I love guys like that. I played with a couple fours like that. I won't say who they are because one or two of them was in Ottawa and I said, I don't care if I'm wide open, that puck's going, please put that buck deep. I'm like, okay, we're not making plays on the rush. You're in our top six. Of, oh. <laughs> perfect. I'm going to try and speak today to figure out who that player was. Bobby, I call that. I had one or two of those. I call, I call that. There's certain players on their sticks. They have a little button. It's set to auto dump. Put it on auto dump. <laughs> Everything's going in. <laughs> you could. I, I played with one guy that 
would go straight up and down the wall and you would know as soon as the puck touched his stick wherever he was as soon as he got to the red line it was a soft chip and you're just going here we go again i'll just i'll just put my head down and start skating to his corner <laughs> did um so he, did, yeah. did you did you guys ever hear the story? This is funny. A little bit before your time, Bob, when Brett Hall played in St. Louis, and uh, and uh, I think it was Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown would great defense would carry the puck up the ice, and he would hard rim it, and the hard rim would come around the Hull side, and instead of going to get it, he put his arms up in the air like that as the rim was going around, <laughs> and, and the rim would come all the way around the boards and out the other side. Nobody That's so it. good. <laughs> I got I got to ask. I'm going to see Holly this week, I believe. So on Thursday, so I got to ask, ask him. him about that. Ask him. I heard. I the guys in St. Louis told me that I couldn't stop laughing. That's so good. Just, don't quit dumping it in. I got. I, I'm gonna. I can't wait. I, I. I believe I will see him Thursday. <laughs> I love it. What are you doing Thursday? Golf afternoon. There's a yeah. There's. I'm so I'm playing. <laughs> Playing 18 holes in the morning, uh, coming to the podcast at 2. I'll be here for you guys. And then I'm driving right over to play, and it's called like couples therapy. It's a nine-hole scramble with a bunch of, you know, couples. And you some holes you play as a par 3 when it's a par 5. It's it's all trumped up, and it's a different kind of golf course setting. It's master's, master's uh, theme, so we'll be doing some different things. So sounds like fun. I don't know. I've never played in it, but... I, Holly will be there with his bells on, is my guess. So, <laughs> yeah. I love, I love the U. I love the the U. The U.S. is so good for golf. So good. You guys it have is. so much fun. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll see him before the round, and I won't mention it, but I'll bring it up after the round because he'll be out there for two and a half hours having some cocktails, and he'll be much more adept to <laughs> answer the question truthfully. <laughs> if you could just bring him on, that'd be great. Um, oh my I God. would love to get All Holly right, on. Okay, so before we wrap this up and move on to uh, sponsor reads, is who, Bobby, is your pick for the Calder Memorial Trophy Award? Who's my pick or who's going to win it? Uh, who's your pick? Jake Sanderson. Yorkie? Yeah. It's Sanderson for me because I think he's the most complete player and for all the things we just stated. And I've seen him play the most. I know exactly what he can do. I've seen him twice head-to-head -head against power, and he was better in both games, in my opinion. He was the better defenseman in the two viewings I saw as I was rating the rookies. So Sanderson for sure. Okay. We'll see what happens uh, as the votes are going to soon be tabulated, and then we'll find out the NHL awards. Uh, as always, our show proudly presented by Potato, which we'll see a ton of action this week with the Masters. Uh, I guess on Thursday, we'll have to do our Masters pick. Um, and uh, we'll get our picks in for who will win the Masters. But as always, download the and start to immerse yourself in the online betting, same game parlays, uh, all kinds of stuff, including bet builders, hundreds of options. Go to Botano where the game starts now. And we'll have lock of the day coming up shortly. Uh, Bobby, you're up with uh, Renfrew Pro. Whichever comes next. Renfrew, as always, guys, this show held together uh, by Renfrew Pro Hockey Tape. RenfrewPro.com, also available at all major retailers. You can give them a follow at Instagram at RenfrewPro for giveaways and free tape Friday. Uh, it's the only tape specifically designed for today's composite hockey sticks, high-quality polyester cotton material with an advanced adhesive formulation to give you long-lasting play 
all sorts of colors and options. Renfrew Pro is the one with the green core. Available at all major retailers, by the way. Uh, if you go to the website, renfrewpro.com, you can get 10% off your first order. And hey, why not use what the pros use? Renfrew Pro. Hey, see, this is the shit I'm talking about. This guy's got lines and stuff on the, <laughs> that we don't know about, Yorkie. I know, I know. You got to ad lib. <laughs> All right. Where's, uh, where's our next one here? And finally, big thanks to Bonisher Excavating, our um, big sponsors. Uh, they're hiring for the summer, so get your applications in, everyone. Laborers, mechanics, concrete structure team, quality control technicians. Uh, to learn more about them, you can get them at uh, 613-432-1120. That's their phone number. I almost needed my glasses to read that. Uh, anyhow, big thanks to our sponsors. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna send you both scripts from now on. That's that's what we're gonna do. Why don't, um, how about you just how about you just read them? That's a better idea because we get more attention based on the way you two read the sponsor reads than perhaps anything else in our show. Except yesterday, we got a lot of attention for uh, the Brandstrom stuff. Did we? I was trying to get on that. I was trying to get on the the uh, the chat after the show. I couldn't get on it for some reason. The fact there that people are here no for our sponsor it doesn't bode well for your nerd reports. <laughs> I, yes, I know. I know. I, so I'm just trying to build what works for the show at the moment. That's you just work on your strengths, Bobby. I almost got 64 movies for our bracket. <laughs> Greatest company of all time. We'll pick one a show. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I want to show a video from the Columbus game and I want to get your opinions on what transpiring at the moment. And no, it's not the Tim Stutz turnover that led to the game winning goal on the bench. Uh, in the second period, I think it's late second, midway through the second Tim Stutz visibly frustrated with his last shift. Uh, he, I think he lost the puck. There was nothing nefarious about the shift per se, but he's not happy. In comes Grandpa, uh, Joe Giroux, <laughs> have a little chat. Uh, try to say, what's up, son? Timmy looks a little annoyed. <laughs> uh, extremely annoyed, let's put it that way. Uh, but the best part of this, as Gabriel wants no part of it. Yeah, he's just like, is my shift up here? Is hey, Watch the Jumbotron. Oh, watch the Jumbotron. Here we go. Here we go. G turns away with his big ear-to-ear -ear smile. Uh, what do you think happened? Uh, Bobby, I'm going to start with you being the forwards. My, well, I love the ending because you can see G smile and you can right away, you know, he's turning around going, yeah, he's, this kid's all of 21 right now. But I think Timmy, I, without knowing the shift before well enough, I know you said he lost the puck a couple times. He's just clearly frustrated. And it's, it's hard to tell whether he's frustrated with other people or with himself, but it feels like this one's a little self-inflicted and he's just down on himself. And G comes over to give him yes. something and, there's a touch of a diva here, um, and I'm not calling him one. I'm just like, it, there's just a touch of the feel to the clip um, about a young player being a little bit upset with himself and kind of self-loathing and kind of, woe is me. And G comes over to say, hey, like, what are we doing? What's going wrong? How can we help? And he's not getting anywhere, so he turns around and smiles and says, hey, sometimes you got to let a guy be 21 years old and go through it. So um, <laughs> I don't think there's a whole lot in the clip. You know, this is one of those ones that was probably over with by the time the next shift started. But, yeah, it looks like he's just very, very frustrated with himself. It doesn't doesn't appear like he's 
frustrated with anybody but himself is is the main takeaway for me. I just love <laughs> yeah. I I just love the tale of two players. One player, yeah, Gambrell, Gambrell, I'm just happy to be here. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything. I'm going to look ahead. Hopefully nobody notices me. I'm just going to keep chipping the puck in and paydays I next doubt. week. I can't believe I can't believe how much money I'm making playing this week. <laughs> then you yeah. I hope you, that, hey. <laughs> I didn't spend any per diem today. I hope there's good snacks on the plane. <laughs> please don't, Claude. Please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. I've done nothing wrong. I've got the puck. I've got the puck deep every time. <laughs> and then, and then there's the other player. What the hell is he talking? Like the one thing I love about Stutzla, he's not afraid to say whatever he wants. I kind of yeah. wish I was. I wish I was like that when I was a young kid. I was freaking nervous all the time. But hey, I wasn't drafted that high, so I didn't have that kind of leash. And I wasn't a number one <laughs> center at age 21. But one th like I said, the one thing I love about this kid, he's confident. He's got swagger. Sure, he's a little bit of a diva. But hey, what were we saying about Crosby when he was a kid? He was whiny. He was yelling yeah. at the refs. And he's hey, he's turned into be a pretty good player in this league. So Stutzla's yeah. on the right... I Stutzla's on the on, yeah. a, on an unbelievable trajectory right now. Uh, I like the fact that he gets mad at himself. He's emotional. He's like Bobby said. He's entertaining. He's entertaining yes, he me is. whether he's on the whether he's on the ice doing the stuff he does or he's on the bench doing that kind of stuff. I think he's uh, he is. Uh, your eyes are always on him because there's always shit going on. So. I agree with what Bobby said, though. He said that's exactly what happened, and Giroud just turned away and laughed. Very funny. Very funny. The one thing it said to me was uh, the ultimate competitor, right? Like He just wants to win. Yeah. He wants yeah. to do yeah. whatever it takes. Sometimes he does too much, and I'll say like the turnover in the overtime. He does too many things where he's trying to win and force things to happen. But I'd rather take that than the guy that just wants to dump the puck in and make a line change. He wants to be a difference maker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would take that all day. Anybody that wants to puck on their stick in, in any kind of big-time situation is a guy you want on your team. And he's still, you know, the turnover aside, I don't, I, it is what it is. The season's over. Um, yep. I don't think that was the dagger by any means. But um, you live with those because of what you get on the other end. Sure, it cost him a point. But think about where they would be if he – you don't have Tim Stutzel with the puck on a stick numerous times throughout this year. So it, I live with that one. You live and learn. I'm sure he's talked about it in video by now and it's over with. And it was just a mistake. It, mistakes happen. He's 21. There's a learning curve, but I don't care about that. As long as I know that I got a 21 year old kid that wants to puck on his stick in every big situation. I'm happy. I'll live with the mistakes. Do you guys ever, do you guys ever watch, uh, put, put like the, uh, put the camera and focus on Evgeny Malkin for a game? You ever do that, guys? Oh, it's hilarious. It's it's he makes so many huge mistakes every game where he just turns it over at the blue line, makes horrendous decisions with the puck. And hey, the guy's won multiple cups. He's won a con Smythe. He's 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 not afraid to heart make trophy. big yeah, heart trophy. He had a pretty good yeah. career. At twenty one yeah. At 21, Tim Stutzler's a lot more responsible than Evgeny Malkin yeah. when they play the game. <laughs> if he oh, is. Yeah. And, yeah. and I've had, I, I watch Malkin, I love Malkin, I watch him a lot, but both center icemen, I'm just so excited to see where Stutzler's going to be as a player 
when he's 25, 26. If he continues, it's going to be scary, guys. It's going to be scary what he could be. Um, And like you said, it's always easier to pull somebody back than to try and encourage somebody to, hey, can you be a little more confident and maybe believe in yourself a little bit more? That's not an issue here with Stitzla. So that's uh, that's a good thing. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, last thing about that before we uh, move on, and that's, <clears throat> are you okay with the animation on the bench? Normally, hockey players are very stoic. Don't say anything, don't do anything, and then talk about it in the locker room. Are you okay with the way that Stutzla was animated, for lack of a better term? Uh, Yorkie? I got no problem with it. No problem. I'd have a problem if he's telling... Claude Giroux to fuck off and being disrespectful to Claude, an older player that's earned respect, but I'm not seeing that in video. In that video, I'm seeing a player that's frustrated, um, upset with himself, wants to play better, and perhaps, well, he's just, he's a young guy. He'll learn. He'll become, like, yeah. like I said, look at the way Crosby was when he was a kid. Every player. It's a lot of pressure on Tim Stutzler right now, and and he's trying to handle it the best he can. And Giroux's doing the right thing, what he should be doing. So to me, I got zero issues. I got zero. I got zero issue with it up until a point, and if that point becomes it's leaking through the bench, and then yeah. and other players are getting involved outside of one who's a veteran that comes and talks to him and can manage his emotions properly, like a Giroux can. But if it bleeds into the bench and bleeds into the guys around you, then it then it becomes an issue. This was not that. Mm-hmm. Um, this was just a young player frustrated with himself or with the game or whatever it might have been. Um, and he had a conversation yeah. with an old salt. That's that's the end of it. I, I'm sure it was the end of it on the bench too. Um, you can you know you know sure shit. Gambrell didn't <laughs> didn't care. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Don't ask Gambrell because he has no idea what just happened. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Don't look look away. Hey, take take the helmet off. Start flipping through some stuff. You know. Can I get a towel. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and you know, and you know, uh, the coaches are, you know, the coaches aren't getting involved either. Like, let Giroux handle it. Let him handle it. We're good here. Don't yeah. need a scene. Don't <laughs> yep. know where the camera yeah. is right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Time for lock of the day. Uh, brought to you as always by our good friends at Botano. Go to botano.ca. Download the app. Uh, get in on the action. Um, the game starts now. Okay. So the game starts tonight at seven. It is between the Ottawa Senators and basically Death Valley for their team as they go into Carolina, which they just struggle mightily to try and win a game in there. And it doesn't help that Carolina is a pretty good hockey team again this season. So, uh, Bobby, you were away, so you get to go first. Um, Who are you taking in this game? Carolina. That building sucks. It's so hard to win in. Um, (laughs) And they're good. it's not even that. It's just that building is just a nightmare. The locker room sucks. The wind tunnel trying to get out to the ring sucks. It's hard to draw energy. So um, they have to have one of the best records at home because of that. But I'm taking Carolina all day. Do you know what else sucks there? I don't know if they. I don't know if they fixed this problem. They used to have the stinkiest towels. Like they just reeked bad towels after the game. You want to take a shower? What the hell? This towel stinks. So another reason not I, to like Carolina, stinky towels. 
I'll take that over the towels in Montreal where you're just pushing water around your body and you don't get dry. So you got 15 guys standing around. You're like, what do they put in this that you can you you dry off and you're like, I'm I'm still leaking. I don't know. I don't get it. So, um, yeah. so I know that's right. They do. They were all so yeah, I'd take um, no Chikrin, no Hamannik, no Shabbat, no starting goalie. I'm taking Carolina. <laughs> How's the rest of the play? No chance. <laughs> come on, like, come on, like Ottawa's Ottawa's going in. Ottawa's going into a gunfight with um, like one of those switchblades, and it's a comb. Pea shooter. <laughs> they, they go, I got a, I got a knife. And a, yeah, but it's got the comb instead of the blade on it. <laughs> uh... This sounds like an Anchorman movie scene. <laughs> um, by the way, Carolina with the fourth best home record in the National Hockey League. Come on, Wally. Show some uh, sack and take uh, take the sends here. <laughs> I don't see it. They probably <laughs> really? had an off day. Yeah, no. They had an off day yesterday. I I'm going to take Carolina. I just don't know how you pick against Carolina. Ottawa's won, what, four of 22 games there? That's, that's yeah, tough. It's big. It's and besides, who's playing? that locker room, Bobby, you remind me, is I don't awesome. know of a worse one now that all the buildings have been redone. That is the worst visitor's room I can think of to work in because it's in different corners and you got – it's weird. I hate that one. You who's guys playing next tonight? Like, I don't think the media ever even made it into the room in D.C. It was so bad. Would I be right about that? Uh, no, we were in it, but again, that one's a really narrow one. That and the shower area change room was in the main hall, so you couldn't get in and out. It was that one. Was yeah, it was a nightmare. Yeah, DC and yeah. Carolina by far the worst. Yeah, Pittsburgh's is... old igloo one was bad. Oh, oh the igloo was, was tough. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> if you were behind the door, you would. Get... Yeah. yeah, and wire Wires meshing for your locker and out of the wall. It was awful, <laughs> awful. That was bad. And I, I want to say Long Island, but I can't remember anymore. Nassau Coliseum. That was it. It was okay as players because you had two locker rooms, so you could really spread it out a little bit. But it was ah. it, the, the facilities were tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffalo was great. It's massive. It's like a football-sized locker room. The new one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. It says. Uh, it says. It says Cam Talbot is starting tonight for Ottawa. But we are here in two. Uh, well, Wally? DJ doesn't announce his goalie. So. Well, who else is who else is starting? Sogard was sick. He wasn't ready to play last game. Is it like? Probably didn't practice. Yeah. Or well, I, how well is he feeling? I don't. What are your you options put... right now? Well, I don't think, and I don't think you put Levy Marilinen in his first NHL game to face the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. Good luck, son. Hey, maybe good, I'm wrong. Good luck. We've won four out of the last twenty down here. We got no defense. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All the He's best, kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. process of elimination, but, Yorkie. But so you're taking Carolina. If then? you are the, yeah. But here's the thing, if you're you're on the team right now. You two are playing for the Ottawa Senators. Is yep. there any faith in Cam Talbot right now between the two of you? 
to steal a game to even be in the goal in the net I, like <laughs> are you okay if he's sitting back there and you're trying to win a hockey game or would you have a little more faith or would, is it the same to have Marilinen in net to play his first NHL game I would just have actually more faith play in a some defensive system hockey yeah I got more faith in a veteran goalie that can that can really show up and maybe make a difference but um I think it's just too much for a young rookie goalie to play his first game in, a, in that setting. So I would, I have faith in Talbot. I, I would, I would, I'm sure the players do too. I would say I from would a, say. from the, the D men right now. So Clevin, Bernard Docker, Brandstrom, Sanderson, they're not even thinking about it. They're just thinking about, I'm playing in this building. I got to get your, like Bernard Docker right now on those guys. They're just trying to make sure they have they play well. They're not even thinking about who the goalie <laughs> is and and like like They're the situ just... the situation the situation Ottawa's blue line in right now is ridiculous. Like the amount of injuries they have, this yeah. game on this game on paper shouldn't even be close. Who knows what's going to happen? Because once the puck drops, you never know what's going on. You never know. Uh, is, does does Carolina take them easy? Does Ottawa get lighting in a ball? You never know. But on paper. With what the Ottawa Senators are going into battle with, like I said, you look at that decor, the way Holden's played lately, Bernard Docker's a rookie, Clevin's just fresh up from college, Branstrom's played a lot better lately, and, you, and Sanderson, like, you've got, you've basically got five, sorry, four defensemen with very, very limited experience in this league going into one of the toughest buildings to play in the National Hockey League, so... Goodness, I, hey. I'd love to see the I'd love to see the money line right now. Maybe maybe put twenty bucks; it'll pay, probably pay a five hundred. This uh, this but, game has very much the feelings of a game that says these guys are going. Don't end up on video tomorrow. <laughs> this is a don't end up on video game. <laughs> yeah. really, the boys I, are going. There's five left. Uh, there's five more wax sessions in video. Let's just try not to end up on it for this one. <laughs> uh, had Yorkie, of as of, of right now. If you bet $10 on the Ottawa Senators to win, you would make $23. Pretty good odds. Should yeah. be higher. So the one thing about Ottawa, though, and you guys will admit, you never know which team is showing up. And they don't quit never for the most part. No, no, they don't. I mean, they don't. You, and what if it's a night where against any team – the team takes four power, four penalties, five penalties, and you got to, yes. you, you know, you got a team. They could score three to four every night, but you could, you're always going to count on possibly one to two. It's, yep. they have a chance in every game because now, of the power play. Yeah. That being said, yeah. Carolina does have the number two ranked penalty kill in the league. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. You, 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 you never know. Yeah, that's a great point with the power play. Their power play is, is so good. There's so many different options. And Sanderson can go back there and anchor it. It's not a big deal. You got Branstrom to play the power play as well. So they've got they've got options. And um, yeah, we'll see. Alex, Alex, put the board back up. I'm changing my pick. You going on? Wow. I, lo I love it. I do love Despite it. the fact that Ottawa was shut out in its last appearance in Carolina, <laughs> I'm taking the sense. I like so it. You, didn't, you convinced me on the so, power play. So you didn't you didn't take Ottawa to beat Columbus on the road. 
but you're taking them to beat Carolina based on the based on the power play. <laughs> that's right. Totally that's makes right. sense. That's that's because you don't know which team's showing up. So yeah, uh, yeah uh, I'm gonna. It's very true. Very Ottawa true. stayed in that nice hotel in Cary where you can't really yeah. go anywhere and you just walk up and down that street. They're all rested and ready to go. Actually, don't too. Uh, I, I believe Carolina has an outstanding peach cobbler that maybe the guys will be partaking in at the pregame <laughs> meal. Uh, one of the best cobblers in the National Hockey League. I love a good cobbler, boys. At the at the <laughs> not at the Renaissance. At, at the one in Cary. <laughs> Actually, I think I think I'm mixing up playing and media. I think the media meal has an outstanding. Say, I don't remember. Co- Peach I don't cobbler. Remember that's that's because we went to the Cheesecake Factory at the mall right by the hotel. There's a mall right there. Yeah. Cheesecake Factory. I was there for All Star, and they had a flood in that corner of Cary. People, there was a saying: "Don't drive, don't drown, turn around." Because people would drive through that intersection and be completely covered in four feet of water. Uh, I do. My hotel room flooded. Everybody's everybody yeah, thinks they, they got a... the car that can make it, eh? <laughs> I was like, that's right. That no, that's no problem. <laughs> my Honda Accord will make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right, boys. Uh, Bobby, you can get back on the golf course in uh, Yorkie. I don't know what you're doing today. Probably some more physio. Uh, I'm going to go to the gym today, actually. Today's a gym day. Crack a workout, fellas. Good luck. I'm going right now. All right, boys. Golf? Until Thursday. Nope. I'm going to the gym right now. I got a a pair of eyes sitting across the room looking at me saying it's time to go to the gym. And then I'm going to go to the gym to the course. Yeah. (laughs) What a life. Okay. What a life. eh? (laughs) See you Thursday, boys. (laughs) See you, boys. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.